Oh, this is Fat Baby Angels. Yeah. Because we couldn't come up with nothing better than that. <laughs> oh, I reckon what inspired that. I don't know, but it sure some, cursed me. Some churps. <laughs> saw a picture of some if churps. If you were skinny, don't call yeah. your band Fat Baby Angels. You'll turn into one. <laughs> right. Welcome to another episode of Something in the Water. Um, one of your co-hosts, Sean Clark, with Uncle Dave, Dave Griffin. Uncle Dave Griffin. With me, uh, Uncle Daddy-in-law, <laughs> on this episode. Because <laughs> we, hey, we got my son-in-law here tonight, and Sean's old music buddy. Jamie Stewart. That's him. All right. Yeah. The, yeah uh, it's about son, time. How's, how's my daughter doing? She she's good. All right. Yeah. How's my grandchildren doing? They're uh, they're nuts as ever. <laughs> uh, they're they're doing great. Yeah. Uh, they take after Chief Papa. You know, I told them when you uh, when you're first informed as a as a parent, when you're first informed that you're going to be a grandparent, you go into this mode of. Mm, what name am I going to be called? And usually you just let them fall into something, you know. But no, with me, I am uh, was Control born free. in the 53, and I was raised in the 60s. By God, I was going to pick my name, but I wasn't going to have it be something as uncool as Granddaddy or uh, what was it? Gramps. <laughs> something like that. Papa. Grandpa. So, yeah, Grandpa. <clears throat> that just sounds Happy. Uh, insulting. So I was I, I did some thinking on it and I said, how about G Pa <laughs> with a little hyphen in the in the middle? <laughs> right. G Pa. It's hip. Yeah. It sounds like it's very uh, street. It's street. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we can distinguish you from the other grandparents. Grandpas. And it also had GP, Grand Parson, G-Pa. G- <laughs> Gra- so, Grandpa. I'm reaching for Since. straws there. Grandpa Parsons. It's just short but for Grandpa. It, it, they, they adapted right well to it. And, oh, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> And uh, on the other half, so Mimi didn't stick. <laughs> <laughs> no, on the other half of my uh, downline, I've got a, a granddaughter that calls me straight up Papa, and so it is a little confusing at times when I'm go from Papa to G Pa or G Papa. It's, uh, but uh, I can handle it. Well, it'll be interesting to see what uh, what Connor's kids. <laughs> Yeah, pick up on. Right, right. Oh boy, you said it. you said it. I I can't fathom it in my head yet. But <laughs> Connor's kids sounds like a, a 
<laughs> non-profit. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure I'll profit from it, but it yeah. sounds like non-profit. a non-profit <laughs> organization. What kind of non-profit organization are you running in? Give to Connor's kids. <laughs> well, dang, speaking of kids, y'all have known each other since yep. y'all was kids. As far back as I have a memory. Really? Um, I know, I don't, I probably for you too, but first friend outside of the family. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. We, so what age would that have been, y'all? Like as long as five? you were five? Yeah, four? I'd say four or five Uh My grandma lived two houses down from <clears throat> Jamie's parents. And, uh, and my grandmother lived across the street. From, from my grandma. Right. Walker Street. Yes. Walker Street. Yeah, it's off of Carswell. You don't want to go down there anymore off without a gun. <laughs> yeah. It don't look the same as it did oh. when we were little. Right before the railroad tracks. Yeah. 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 That's a section. Yeah. And, uh, but I remember standing in my grandma's yard and looking down and seeing this other kid staring back at me with a cowboy hat on. Yep. And a hammer for a gun in his yeah. belt. Yep. Yeah. And a plastic swimming pool was my a tank. Pl- yeah, you had a plastic swimming pool for a tank. Yep. You'd get up under it. Yep. And Sean was looking at me tank. like, what is wrong with this guy? Yeah. He's, he's mean-eyeing me. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all sound like you had the same childhood I did. You know, cowboy hats and... <laughs> Make do guns. It was probably a uh, what kind of hat? Like a state patrol hat or something? Yeah, yeah. My uncle was uh, a Glen County Sheriff's deputy, and he gave me a, a uniform, like with the hat and a shirt and everything, and the patches and a badge and all. So that's what it was. It was grown like man's a, uniform. Well, he found a shirt that was well, the bear hat. Yeah, let's. They got the four dents. Right? Yeah. It was uh, almost looked like a park ranger, you know, kind of the, the ones that the drill state sergeant. patrol used to. Yeah, drill sergeant, state <coughs> patrol used to wear. So y'all, uh, you were only over there visiting your grandma, so you mm-hmm. weren't like there full time. I was there a lot because my yeah. parents worked, and I'd, I'd be there all day. Mm-hmm. And between us was uh, Miss Morgan, who was kin to Pernell Roberts. That's right. Yep. And I right. think I remember seeing him one time come over there. But well that's where Billy Ray gets his connection. He's always bragged about uh Pernell Roberts being kin. It's the Morgans. Mm-hmm. That yep. was his his mother side of the family. We, me and Jamie would wreck her yard for probably five dollars or something. Yeah, for Christmas money every year. Yeah, and I remember that yard just seemed massive when I was a kid. Go back nothing. and look at it now. It's, yeah. it's like how are we ever going to wreck all this? It's like <laughs> yeah. a strip <laughs> yeah. Well, what, uh, you know, so your your first recollection is evil eye. Yeah. What happened next? Right. I, I don't know if I remember specific. We just somehow <laughs> we just started hanging out. Yeah, like every day. I mean, Sean pretty well lived on Walker Street till we were what maybe twelve, and then thirteen, and then it was kind of my grandma moved. But, yeah, and then we, we eventually moved, too. So, I mean, I spent more time at your house after that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, for some reason, I was under the impression that y'all lived near each other out in frontier states. Mm -hmm. no? Nope. I don't know where I ever got that from. All right, so where did the uh, next meaningful incident that happened that you can recall with pleasure? Well, I don't know if these are with pleasure, but there were several trips to the ER for me. Yeah. At the hands of him? No. Well, well maybe I was, kind of, I was kind of like the Charles Manson in the situation. Why don't you jump from the top of the truck? <laughs> Let's climb on this cyclone fence. It'll be fun. I would do something and some stunt and make it out, and Jamie would straddle the fence. Be hanging by his nutsack. Yeah. No, that's that's not a joke. Yeah, that happened. That really happened. Well, I'm, I'm glad to see it didn't impede your yeah. procreation. Yeah. I remember, uh, I think it was after that incident where the fence, I'd walked one section of it and on the chain link fence, and Jamie went down, straddled, <laughs> run, running home, and your sister, who was probably a teenager. Yeah, maybe 18. She came down there, she's like, you need to quit letting Jamie get hurt. You need to stop telling Jamie to do stuff. I don't like to tell him to do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he got me back one day. We was raking yards, and he we started a sword fight with the rakes, probably yeah. lightsabers in our minds, but uh, he throws the rake at me, <laughs> and it hit me like in the eyes. I mean, Metal like rake. Like, millimeters. And I got like strips of blood going down. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he, Sean nearly went blind in that incident. I mean, oh my goodness, just, just a little bit higher and been over. The little brat that I was went straight to his mama's house. Didn't what? It's like knocked on the door. Look what your son did to me. And she's like, oh my goodness, let's clean you up. Has anybody seen you? <laughs> well, you you had a, you had an incident with the uh, with the Batman grappling hook that was you know not uh, made yeah. to be a a grappling hook. Yeah, you could bend this with your fingers like a little hook. <laughs> I'm gonna swing out with this thing. Put it on a clothesline and jumped off the back of the porch, thinking I'm gonna yeah. make it. Yeah, knocked the breath out of me, scraped the whole back of my leg. Yep, yep, that's what I remember. <laughs> and y'all didn't even know I was jumping. Y'all were playing. You and my sister and. I was just over there on the ground, went, <laughs> couldn't breathe. Yeah, Jill was always she was she was right behind us. Mm -hmm. Yep. Jill's yeah. younger than you, two years younger than yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah, I think I we were doing something with uh, empty Coke bottles one day, and you peed on us. Well, I did do that, but this yeah. was a different incident. Okay. I think this is when I broke one under uh, on uh, Miss Morgan's carport, and Jill cut her foot or something. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, if I remember correctly, hmm. yeah, I don't. I think it might have been a bomb, or who knows what I was bomb. doing with the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all, that sounds like my childhood pretty much. But when we were uh, fifteen for Christmas, we decided we wanted guitars and basses. Yeah, yep. And uh, we asked for them for Christmas. We. I think we had gotten MTV or seen MTV by then and was like, ooh, that looks cool. Yeah. Well, we we had done the uh, the Poison uh, lip sync. We had done that before we had. We did game. that before we had, because remember, I remember your mom like found some beat up guitar that wasn't worth playing at a yard sale and kind of did it up for you. Yeah, like fishing like strings. fishing strings and all. Yeah. Yeah. We entered a uh, 
lip syncing contest at the mall. Yeah. <laughs> I wish there was a video of that around. This would have been, what, 80-something? Yeah. And we did. Talk Dirty to Me? Was it Talk Dirty to Me or uh, Nothing But a Good Time? <laughs> Talk Dirty to Me? That's, uh, maybe it was not that's in, bold but, for a I bunch of kids. I think it was Nothing But a Good Time. That's bold for 15-year-olds. Yeah. But uh, Jamie runs out to the out of the runway stage and down on his knees, you know, whatever he says, you know, to the yeah. guitar player. And it's about, and I run and leapfrog over him yeah. to the ground and do my air <laughs> guitar solo in front of everybody. Yeah. And some little cute pageant girl won the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Beat out by uh, pageant girl. I know. We were jumping all over that place. They were like, Just things to come. This devil mm-hmm. music. Yep. <laughs> that was uh, poison. And Jamie had a headband, yeah. uh, bandana over his, like yep. a scully. Yep. <laughs> Sean had like like a, uh, not a cowboy hat, but some like kind some of kind Fidero. of some kind of bowler or something that <laughs> like CC Deville used to wear, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Fifteen. Oh man, I'd be embarrassed to see Did that. Did y'all even know, video of that? Did now. y'all even know how to play? <laughs> no, your instrument. Oh, we just started not. getting into music that age, you know, just like so, seeing bands and knowing who bands were all of a sudden. And, yeah. And we went and saw, uh, I think I won tickets at the mall, entering some kind of Wheel of Fortune game they were having up mm-hmm. there. And I won tickets to see Dave Lee Roth and Poison and Tesla. And mm-hmm. we went to that. And um, I, I won ticket. I won a ticket the second time from the radio station. The second time we saw him, Tesla was with the second time. We saw him twice. Yeah. Was my cousin Michael there? Yeah, Michael was at the second show. He yeah. was talking about this with me the other day, yeah. and I was like, I don't remember seeing him twice. Yeah, yeah. With David Lee Roth, it was in Savannah. Yeah. They were, and Poison was the opening act. Right. Well, and Tesla, then Poison, then David Lee Roth. No, it was Tesla open for Poison in Jacksonville. Tesla wasn't in the David Lee Roth one? Nope. What? Yeah. Yeah. No, you're getting that mixed up, man. I swear you are. Wow. <laughs> okay. I just combined both of those in my A lot mind. of water under yeah. that bridge. Uh, uh, Tara. Tara and yeah. a friend of hers. See, I had vague memories of riding yeah. in a van. Yeah. Tara. Your parents took us. Tara, who? Of course. Rollerson. Or now, uh, you're kin to them on Zaxby's. Oh, oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. I can't remember she was a uh, Rollerson at that time. Um, so was the uh, Jacksonville Coliseum still there at that time? Yeah, that it? was that was where we went. Yep. I'm glad you clarified that because I had a whole conversation about it the other day. I thought I only see, saw poison once. Yeah, I know, man. I things get muddy to me too, but I do remember that <coughs> it was two separate I it was shows. Three. Who sang "Come I mean, On, Feel I, the Noise"? That was quite two, right. Quite right, yeah. Yeah, that's the era we came up being. Cheap, ah. I remember. (laughs) I remember that era as far as TV goes. I just don't remember the restaurants in Waycross (laughs) (laughs) for that era. (laughs) I wasn't Western Sicilian. I wasn't looking at young girls. (laughs) Yeah, we 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 got into the uh, the hair metal. Mm -hmm. Rat. Yep. Let's see. Cinderella. Uh, well, they look like women. Uh, yeah. Cinderella, we thought we was doing yeah. right. 
Oh yeah, Sebastian. Yeah. And I like all these girl bands. My my dad gave me hell about it. <laughs> what you got all these girls on your walls for? <laughs> these men that look like girls. You gay or something? <laughs> and I remember uh, this from, and just knowing your daddy, like how this must have ate his ass up. We were at your house. Me and you were just playing in the floor, and your sister was in there watching American Bandstand or something like that. I think it had Dick Clark on it, but uh, Prince, early, early Prince, yeah, pre Purple Rain Prince was on there, <clears throat> and uh, she was watching it, and he came in there and like, what the hell are y'all watching? <laughs> yeah. And she's like, it's Prince Daddy, and he's he, like, he had a shirt off and stuff. And she, she's like, he's sexy, and I don't care if you don't like it. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah. Then at that moment, I was like, whoa, getting tense in here, but like. Just thinking back on it now, like what the hell he must have been really thinking. <laughs> you know, honestly, honestly, my dad would uh, he would give us hell about that kind of stuff, but he, he really, really he really was cool about it. and oh, didn't yeah. care. Yeah, you know, yeah, he's a, um, he was a card though. You might remember this, Dave. So my dad used to work at World High Five. Your daddy used to work. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Yeah, yeah. Now, dad did hey. he did like. Uh, car stereo and CB radio installations uh, and repairs and that kind of stuff. So he, he, he wasn't necessarily on the sales floor all the time. Right. No, I, but I, do you remember when I, Kevin worked there? Kevin who? Kevin Griffiths. No, Don, see, that Don's was probably brother. after. My time there would, would have been 74 along there, probably when it first opened. Might have opened in 73, and it was called uh, – Wheeltronic. No, no, not Wheeltronics. Uh, uh, it was World Hi-Fi, but before it was called, uh, mm. yeah, see, I done forgot that. Yeah, it I opened I up tell, as yeah. something, and then James Blunt may have opened it at the beginning, but he was yeah, definitely 74 because that's when Ray worked down there, Billy Ray. Okay. And uh, they had the little... Uh, in Jody the back right-hand corner, they had that little isolated room where you could close the doors and punch speakers on the wall for car stereos to yeah, that's listen right. to. Yeah. So, yeah, <clears throat> I don't did not know that your daddy worked there. Though. Yeah, daddy probably installed all that, honestly. So, Do you remember what year he worked there? Well, James and daddy were, were good friends. Mm -hmm. They were hunting buddies. Mm -hmm. And uh, so uh, daddy worked over in Brunswick somewhere, and he asked daddy to come work mm -hmm. at world high five so we moved from brunswick what I year was, was that? i was six or dang. six to eight months old dang so i was born in 75 so it was in, it would have been in 76 sometime okay like yeah I, I i would not have known that because i was already on the road okay in a band by then but i'm sure i went back out there occasionally rip snow was working there Later, you remember hearing about I've heard Rip that Snow, name. guitar player. He wasn't a guitar player then, but boy, he picked it up quick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of young young guys mm -hmm. that went through there. Mm -hmm. Jody Parrott worked there. Yeah, Jody did in the close to the end close of it. Close to the very end of it. Yep. Uh, Karen, wasn't that? Yeah, one that of was one of his daughters. And I can't remember the other one. And his wife's either. name was uh, Janet. Janet. Yeah. Or Janice. It's Janice. 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 That's right. Yep. Always very nice and friendly to me. 
Oh yeah, no, they I, were I real good. I bought a Martin guitar from him, and a uh, Les Paul. Boy, both of them brings back good memories. But ended up trading or pawning them both. Never kept anything worth it. You never kept anything worth a damn? Yeah. I mean, uh, guitars, you know, you just keep moving through them and going down the. Leaving them on the sidewalk. Let somebody <laughs> yeah, well, walk that, off with them. That's not even a pawn. That's a dead <laughs> giveaway. <laughs> well, where were we? Okay. Uh, we was about 15, age 15. Y'all was going to concerts and. Starting so who who got who interested in playing? I mean, it's probably Sean. Definitely, probably got me more interested in it. You think? I, I just felt like we was both wanting to do it at the same time or whatever. Well, I, I mean, I think you were like, "I want to, I want to play guitar." He's like, "You play bass," and I was like, "Okay." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's how that bass sounds... players are are born. Yeah, somebody. <laughs> you need to play bass. Okay. Yeah, it, it was similar to Ken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's about the time we met Ken's when we started playing. <clears throat> I think yeah. I met him first, and my my parents. Lessons. My parents bought me a a Dean bass guitar, and it was like a combo deal. It had like a little tiny, just little tiny amp. Mm-hmm. That was not built for a bass guitar in any way, shape, or form. I got the bass amp with my guitar. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I got the Gorilla bass amp with a K guitar. And what was uh, your guitar again? A little K, but it was like this long. Oh, yeah, and it wouldn't stay in tune. It wouldn't stay in tune. It hardly can tune, turn the ki- tuning keys on it. And like yeah. froze in place or something, but it was brand new. It you didn't have it for crappy. too long, though. No, it didn't. I wouldn't have made it playing guitar if I'd have stuck with that one. <laughs> yeah. I think the next thing I got was this uh, Strat copy that was a Hondo. Hondo. Yeah, it's I remember white, the Hondo. White Strat. And I ended up yeah. painting that one like the American flag, the body. Yeah, and that's I put right. a different neck on it. Yeah, that, and that really wasn't a bad guitar. Mm-hmm. I mean, for what it was. That, that was good. It was more solid than the other one I had. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, the Dean was definitely a, a, a good guitar. And that... The, Ken was talking about how there was a Frankenstein bass that he had mm-hmm. built. So parts of that, of that came from that Dean. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that bass is still around. I think TW a lot has that bass. Wow. I have to, I have to check if, see if wow. he still and has it. I painted it. that too with paint bins. We yeah. painted both those guitars. Yep. So it went you, through quite a few cause I, I had put a bunch of stickers all over it. And I think Ken cleaned it off and then you painted it and, I thought I painted it when you had it. You might have. Because it was like, I was trying to paint, like a lot of guitars at that time had the crackle finish, and I was yeah. like actually painting the crackle on kind of thing. Right. Like spotted something. But, uh, so you had artistic tendencies even back then. You was already drawing. I was drawing from five years old. Yeah, Ken had the yellow Yamaha, and you did the the thing light, with the exploding uh, light bulb, light bulb on it. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which eventually I got that base, mm. and then I think I sold it to Steve Bennett, which I wish I hadn't got rid of that one. So what? Uh, 
what's y'all's first? Did y'all jam together at that yeah, point we, when you didn't know anything? Yeah, we didn't know what we were doing. But yeah. We didn't make a noise. Yeah. I mean, we took lessons from Toby Harris. Did you take lessons too? Yeah. We, uh, our first band was <clears throat> Twist, Twist of Fate. I think so. Yeah, with Daniel Moore and, uh, Joey Walltower and, uh, Scott, Scott Paul. Scott Paul. Sort of. If he'd show up and play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, that turned into Slush Puppy. Yeah. It, eventually, yeah. With Gus and Brett, Garrett, yeah. me and Jamie. Yep. Okay. And, now that's the one that, uh, y'all were starting to learn you, your way by then. Right? We were writing I songs mean, and. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they're very played much. Played in Jacksonville, uh, playing here. Is that Slush Puppy? Yeah, that's Slush Puppy right there. Me and Gus and Jamie in the background in between us. What's that guitar? That is a shitty Ibanez I had. Yep. And I think I'm playing an Ibanez as well. I think it's the, an X series. What would that music so big have sounded like right there? Alice uh, in Chains. Alice in Chains. <clears throat> Probably the closest thing I can come to. Yeah, Alice in Chains so, or Grunge. Let's see. That would have been ninety. Uh, no, nah, that would have been probably ninety two, ninety three. Yeah, I'm thinking ninety ninety two. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yep. Yeah. All right. That's Sears something. Sears something. That was above. That's the actual Katie's name. Above Katie's Cafe. Yep. What else you got, Lauren? <laughs> and there's there's Brett Garrett. Brett Garrett on the drums, but there that's a. That's in Gus's backyard at a high school party we played. Yep. Yeah, that was our busy times. End of the school year. We mm -hmm. usually have at least... We're three. having a party. And then Gus would draw a flyer and pass it out everywhere that would have <laughs> drug contraband <laughs> drawn on it. Paraphernalia then, drawn on it like and, it was code for something. And it was like LSD. and like Not that any of this was going on there. It was just like yeah. all these... He was trying to make it 60s psychedelic poster, and uh, the cops would always show up. <laughs> we passed, we're over here. Yeah. <coughs> uh, that was a good night, though. We had a good time. Yeah, the whole night was a good time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about that. <clears throat> what else we got up there? Yeah, I think... Uh, Skip. Oh yeah, there we go. Well, skip that. We'll come back to that. Okay. Those, uh, yeah, there we go. Yeah, that was at the same, same party. night. Same night. Yeah. Who was that? That's uh, me and Brett. Brett um, played the drums. Yeah, that's <laughs> after the show, and uh, I'm about two thirds the way through a bottle of Mr. Boston vodka. This this could be Jamie <laughs> on any given Sunday. Yeah. Or any given day of that year. Or those five years. <laughs> Look, that's what he looked like on his driver's license. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and I, I drank I drank cheap vodka all the time, and wore flannel in the middle of the freaking summer in southeast Georgia. 
It was a hot year for flannel. <laughs> yeah, it was. There y'all are in Jacksonville, I think. No, no that's, that's a serious something. That's Bob's serious something. Oh, they, yeah, yeah. That's uh, K- Katie's Cafe right now. Yep. One door down is where you lost your talking mini. Yeah. Lost your what? This talking yeah. mini guitar when I had the oh, yeah. record store uh-huh. over there. Uh, yep. We had a music night and Dave ended up standing in the cubby hole just like this next door. And I was been there all day and I was like, I'm going home. And I just left him and Mike Johnson talking. And come Eventually back. we all drifted off. And I, I came back the next day. I had worked. to lean my guitar up against one of those sides of the plate glass window. The next, and almost didn't the, even think to yeah. turn around and get it that night when I left. And almost the end of the work day, the next day, about five o'clock, Dave calls me from across town. No, you call me and say, Hey, you still there? I need to come get some strings. And I said, Yeah, hey, how about bringing my guitar with you when you come? And I, I thought I'd left like, it hey, inside. It's not here. Know? I don't see your guitar. <laughs> oh. oh boy, it hit me like an arrow through the brain then. I said, Oh, shit. I did not leave it inside. I left it outside, and it's gone. Mm. I was almost in tears. I called Lynn up. Lynn, bless her heart, drove to every pawn shop in three counties probably looking Mm. for it. What a cutaway, was it? No. Looked just like the one I got now, the Martin. But I was working at Crosstown Music at the time. We were a Martin dealer, and I every month you'd have to order a certain amount of Martins to keep the dealership. Right. And uh, every month we'd get a shipment in of two or three or four, and I'd pull them out, every one of them, and play them, waiting to feel that feel and that sound that my old Takamini had, and finally. A DR came in and that was it. I've still got that one. I've let's see, I had the Taka Mini from seventy seven to two thousand three or whatever year it was. Wow, that did hurt. Mm. Was that a bunch of songs? Seventy seven, eighty seven, ninety seven, twenty something twenty six years, I guess. Had the Martin, 2003 to now is 20 years. <laughs> about time to leave that one somewhere. About time to let somebody steal it. <laughs> Get you another. I'll let y'all know when I'm ready. <laughs> That's more he did for the last feller, poor feller. <laughs> wow, <a> guitar. <laughs> yeah, imagine it was like, wow. Uh, Hey, <laughs> this will look good in somebody's hands with cash in mine. <laughs> right. Yep, that was a sad day. Okay. Oh, leather jacket. Leather jacket. On that last picture. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. Yep. Fonzie. That I think that's me. I think that's me. Yeah, on you're on <laughs> Gus's back. We were mosh. Sean's behind y'all mosh. doing that. Yep. Yep. Hey y'all. Hey y'all. Hey y'all. That was Jim Morrison. Marco Ulo. Where? Where's Mark? 
right, right there on the right, <laughs> right over to there. the right of the post, the black yeah. shoes, and Conway. <laughs> Who's leaning up against the pole? Uh, is that Lee Miller? Patrick. I think Lee Miller is the one in the middle of the floor. Might be. Isn't that somebody behind Sean back there? Yeah, it looks like a girl. Probably is Lisa. It Liz? It's like Lisa. Looks like the girl with the big hair in in another of these pictures. That's a group back there in the corner. It's uh people too scared to dance. Mm-hmm. Well, look at us. We were freaking them out. <laughs> There's a band. Man, they're weird. <laughs> All right. This is how we do it. <laughs> yeah. This is how we do it. All right. It from from right to left, who's that way down there? I don't know. Well, that's that Gina is. right there with the hair right yeah. there. It's bozo hair. Doing the Natalie Merchant. Yep. Conway. I don't know who uh, the dude uh, is. Conway, Marco. Marco. I think that's, is that Zach? I think that's Sam in the middle. Okay. Wait a minute. What was that you little was guy's name. name that used to come around? Ed. 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 That's, that's, that's right. Marco's brother. Okay. Yeah. He's probably around there somewhere. All right. It's like Jason Chancey right there. You got the arrow on. I don't know. Really? Jason Chancey looked uh, like that? Zoom in. Jason Chancey was skinny. Yeah. No. I don't know. Gus, Sean, and Jamie. And the same head <laughs> in the foreground. Yeah. All right. That's uh, Steve Bennett. And Jody Parrott. No, that's me. That's you? Yeah. Okay. See my glasses? <clears throat> what was that? The uh, soundboard? Yeah. Or yeah, he lighting? Was the, he was the DJ. DJ. Yeah. Actually, we controlled the sound for the band from the stage because we didn't have cables. That was a portion of the stage. But we had uh, lights that, was it Jody that rigged them up or you? Wanted, both y'all? I think it was Jody. Yeah, coffee cans mm-hmm. with light bulbs in them. And then all the, we had light switches up there. And whoever would be running sound just be flipping light switches. Yeah. For our stage lights. Who did the art? Random different people would do different things. I think Gus did the face. I did one on further down the wall. You can't now, see. Now, did y'all have to rent this place, or was it just we, like we, we Robert Kicklider, who was Jill Ciricella's stepdad, did it for the kids? Did it? He was an attorney, I think, mm-hmm. and then uh, and he was he was uh, or maybe he was an accountant. I don't know. Well, he was. Uh, what was the job that Mary Beth Kennedy had? Yeah, like he, development. Yeah, uh, he had that same job. At that time, yeah. um, uh, down he, there, so he did it for his stepdaughter and all of our friend, her friends who were us, mm-hmm. to have a place to go and mm-hmm. get off so the streets. He, he he leased it, and they said, "Yeah, let them paint on the walls." Mm-hmm. Yeah, we mm-hmm. painted it black, and then we went in there and painted it all crazy. Had the cafe downstairs before Katie <clears> was there. I had mm-hmm. some pool tables and stuff down there. Next. That's cool. Who's 
and it's called Club Sears something because nobody could say Searcella. I command thee, <laughs> get <Yeah>. out. <laughs> it's Jamie breaking a guitar. The guitar's not pictured. There ain't nothing left yeah. of it. <laughs> Those were uh, monitor wedges that we that Jody had built, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. Me and Jody built those together. Um, yeah, I just Y'all had some always coming together on some sp- kind of project. Some speakers and hey, well, let's make some monitors out of these. Mm-hmm. And uh, probably no horns, just speakers in them. Was the was the drum riser? Was it already in in there for some reason? Yeah, yeah. We didn't build that. The yeah. stage was there. That's pretty, <clears throat> that that drum riser was actually pretty cool. I'm glad we had that. Wonder what that damn place was used for before that to have all of that in there. Stage and drum riser. I don't remember it being anything. Yep. And tonight's outfit is a forest green. So this would have been uh, um, moving on from Gus and Jody would have been in the band at this point. Oh, this is Fat Baby Angels. Yeah. Because we couldn't come up with nothing better than that. <laughs> oh, I reckon what inspired that. I don't know, but it sure some, cursed me. Some chirps. <laughs> Saw a picture of some chirps. If you're skinny, don't call yeah. your band Fat Baby Angels. You'll turn into one. <laughs> <laughs> right. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, um, I know. I remember we were sitting downstairs. I think Lee Miller was with us, and we like kept just throwing out all kinds of names and stuff, trying to figure out a new name. Cherubs were big that year because yeah, of Smashing yeah. Pumpkins and stuff. And That's right. Uh, Music-wise, you are doing any making any changes? You're just sticking with. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I get. I mostly wrote the music stuff in Slush Puppy anyway, but I mean, what you say? Oh yeah, for sure. And then now that Gus wasn't singing, and now I'm stepping up to sing. I guess it changed. Probably <clears throat> the originals went from sounding like Allison Chains to more Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, or you know the taste. Pretty much a little bit, but uh, who was writing? I was writing the songs. I Sean guess. wrote the songs, and then I mean, we, me and Brett, would come in and do our part. We're, I mean, I, y'all wrote some stuff too, as far as riffs and stuff. What yeah. about words? I was, was all Sean, and I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was just, just sounds weird. Writing songs <laughs> called "Smother" and "Tomato Tomato Can Soup." Tomato <laughs> Can <laughs> Soup. <laughs> There, there's, I, I think back, I couldn't remember the name of that song, but I like, I could hear it in my head. And I was thinking back to how there's like parts of tool songs that sound like that too, yeah. too, you know? Yeah. I wish we had music of that. Well, we well got, there is some around. I've, I've got two VHS tape recordings from these days, uh, but I got to find them one and then I got to get them to some way of viewing them. Well, we, we do have a, there is a CD somewhere. It's some really crappy recording though, but it is some stuff. Some of it is with slush puppy and some of it's with uh fat baby angels. A CD. Yeah. Cause after somebody Gus, had a, a, a tape deck. I mean, we had a, 
recording on a cassette tape over practice. Well, we had we we uh, somebody put that to CD. Yeah, because after Gus died, um, you got us some somehow. You don't remember that because I remember giving one to Rachel. Mm. Um, and God, it's been so long since mm. I heard it. I have to dig it out. I remember and, we did a junk head on there. Was that? Junk? Yeah, yeah, that was one with Gus. Yeah, yeah, Allison Chains cover. And then it might have the song that we recorded with uh with Timmy in his little um studio with Jody. Me me, you Jody and, and uh Brett. I don't remember that. Oh god, what was the name of that song? It was the only song that I did like slap and pop on. Blend? No. No, I didn't do slap and pop on that one. I don't know. I can't remember the name of it. Ding, ding. <laughs> well when i locate those vhs tapes we'll have to have you back on and yeah watch some of that stuff we because one of the tapes is uh kurt cobain had just died and uh yeah. it was that weekend that we threw a nirvana con uh, tribute and we yeah. had all of our band friends from jacksonville and around here there's like five play bands. Yeah, play Nirvana mm. songs. and uh, That's on one of the videos. Yeah. And then the other one is just Fat Baby Angels practicing here and <clears> playing <throat> a show at Cool Bean Cafe in Jacksonville. That's right. So y'all did. That's what I was going to ask you. Y'all played out more than here? Not Typic too much, but, uh, you know. Typically parties. Yeah. and High school parties and... Excuse me, I'm sorry. Getting this spot for our practice spot opened, I would book bands from... Usually Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Mm -hmm. And then that would get us in with them to play down there and stuff. Yeah, it was a band, uh, Inner Scarlet. Yep. Any of them go yeah. on to do anything that you know of or just, uh -huh. just lose touch? Um, and You know, I think Gizzard actually got a record deal. Um, I don't know what they really ever did with it, if it ever went that far. But they actually got signed they had to a, a few forty-five records. I have still, and I—I I mean, I went to a couple of their shows when I lived in Atlanta too. And the singer Chris went on. What was that band? He, him and the—I think it's the guy from Dampading. Dampading, yeah. What's the band they formed together? I—I I can't remember. It's pretty good. Uh, Thing. Black Crows? No. <laughs> Chris? Robinson? No. Uh, Chris Hicks, I think. What's next? Or Brian Hicks. Was Brian Hicks. I don't remember Chris's you, last name. Go week. ahead. I can't remember. That's uh, just uh, another action That's shot. Rollins. I mean, good. the same. Uh, okay, so we don't have the, the riser in that picture. picture. We, we, we found ah. it somewhere, obviously. I just don't remember where. But yeah, it was cool once we got that riser. Two. Yep. Now Jody's up there now. Yep. So that's a different band, or a... yeah, that's that's the, Fat Baby Fat Angels. Baby Angels. He, okay. We we kind of I guess we played a few months before Jody <coughs> stepped in and started playing with us. Jody was in a band called Bucket with Mason Baker and Barry Barnes. Jody Parrott. Yep. 
That's flashing way forward now. Yeah. Uh, That's the shingles. The shingles played at. Uh, don't ever uh, name your band the shingles. You'll get them. <laughs> Grand Parsons guitar pool in probably around 2009 or so. So it would have been right before um, Wyatt. So I'm going to say that it was 2009 would be yeah. about right. Yeah. Because. Um, Jared, is there a Jared uh, left like right before Megan got? Is pregnant. there a caption under that picture? Where does it show up? No, just said okay. All right, that would have been years later, and this flashback, <laughs> yeah, back to where we were. They had one fan, and it yeah. was on stage with them. That's I, mean, how good I, was, I was hot up there, man. That's, that's why I had my shirt off. That's how good I had they my were. fan over there. They had only one fan. I don't think there was air conditioning up there either. And like on no. one of those uh, videotapes, somebody like I'm talking on the stage, hosting the night of the Nirvana thing, and somebody's like, "It's hot in here," mm-hmm. and I, I'm like on the microphone going, "It's hot in hell too." What? <laughs> 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 I haven't gotten any better at stage banner (laughs) hot air rises (laughs) yeah hot hell too I mean well shit that would have been April or May in April first of May all the windows up yeah people fans going you know flannels water we didn't start firing it well that was probably one of the biggest nights that we ever had at Sarah something yeah I think we should have had. It was like, like when Elvis died. Yeah, but it was. It was our Elvis. Oh, day. that was the tribute. Kurt yeah. Cobain tribute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sean, now Sean's saying one day. Yeah. <laughs> one day that thing's gonna be a little bigger. I was some. I was sunburnt. I think. See how two toned I am. Mm-hmm. So so that's that's not long before the uh, the end. Of the band there because of me being skinny. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> both of us. <laughs> uh, actually, three of us. Who is that with Bob? That's at? uh, that's Courtney Dixon. Yeah, he uh, he ended up taking yeah, Brett's Brett, spot. Brett was going to be going off to college. He got a scholarship and uh, was going off to college, and so we got him to play Courtney Dixon to play with us. Mm-hmm. But we didn't play a whole lot after that. It wasn't long after that we broke up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now that would have been from one a, stomach to another. <laughs> that would have been a, a slush puppy stomach. show. Yes. At oh. Mix and Pond. Mix and Pond. Yep. Mix and Pond. I see Gus back there. Yep. And, uh, uh, that's Elwood. old. Uh, what's his name? Elwood. That's what we call him. Elwood. Eric. 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 Eric Redman. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I think that's Vicky Sanchez. The yeah. I was trying to figure out who that was. On top of the refrigerator or whatever she's on. Yeah. That's a girl? Yeah, that's yep. Marco Ayulo's cousin from Spain. She was an exchange student. That's right. I remember hearing stories about her. Nikki? Vicky. Dicky? Vicky. Vicky. <laughs> Vicky with okay. a V. Yeah. Vicky with a V. <laughs> Dicky. I couldn't. Now that's the girl that I was thinking about that y'all was trying to figure out. Yeah, that's who picture. I said it was. That's Lisa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's Liz. Liz and Lisa and Eric. Mm-hmm. Jamie. Or is that uh Ad Rock? I can't tell. 
<laughs> like a beastie boy up there. Lisa looks like the kind of stuff Lynn's wearing on her hair that day. Yeah. I think that's that's at Gus's backyard. Yep. <laughs> okay, and there's another picture of that night. Jamie's, I mean, uh, Jody's uh, looked like the devil. <laughs> Baggy pants on, boy. He, he's probably tripping. <laughs> he usually was. He's staring down. That's why Jody won't come on here. Staring down another <laughs> fellow man. Talking all this shit. <laughs> come on, Jody. Come on here, man. He don't remember any of it. Back to slush puppy. Yep. That's before we painted the walls black, I guess. Yeah, that was probably in very early. What's your, what? Your hair is caught in the fan. <laughs> it's a beehive. Look at that mass. <laughs> and that's how I, that was my mating call. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like a turban. But, but did it work? <laughs> It didn't not work. <laughs> work well or young men. It, young it, men probably could have worked better. Young men in their prime. If I'd have known, if I'd have known then what Gus I know is now. Staring That's down right. another fellow man. That's right. <laughs> There's Sean with his uh his telecaster. And his hot pants. Plaid pants. Bam. I go to the me, 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 shop. me shop and buy old man <laughs> golf pants. <laughs> they would catch on there the uh, at that thrift shop. Like, flannels are in up the price and like that. Yeah, fifty cent flannels are now twenty bucks. But we would I would just alter my taste. Like, well, I'm getting plaid <laughs> pants now. They seem to be free. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> they're into pla they're onto the plaid pants. <clears throat> up the price. <laughs> Go down on the flannels. What were y'all doing here? What was that? Just listen to a band? Yeah. Probably. Pretty Looks sure. like you're in assembly program at high school. Everybody's facing where the stage is. So yeah. Something's going on up there. It's might be an acoustic show. Mm -hmm. I mean, it could be a band from Jacksonville we weren't familiar with. Yeah, y'all are looking checking very, them out. very angst ridden. Like we're ready to rock, but I don't know. Very, very moody and angst. But y'all are standing like, we're a little bit cooler because we're in another band and we're, the, uh, we're about to get to the bottom of this. Who's, who's the <laughs> we'll people, tell you if it's good. To who's the people stand from, up. from right to left? I can't Starting see. Starting with the girl. I don't know who the blonde is. That is, uh, yeah, you do. That's Kristen. Kristen Crowder? Yeah, I think. Or was she too young? I don't know. It could it be. It looks like her favorite. Um, Brunette? I don't know. I can't think of her name, but she is. Uh, she went to Pierce County. That's Hillary. That's Hillary Reagan. Hillary Reagan. From her, her, um, her parents was uh, Nancy and Ronald Reagan. They sure were. And for real. Oh, really? For real. Okay. That was their names. And she was Hillary Reagan. <coughs> Which was yep. Clinton's daughter. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, it looks like Larry Osborne right there to me. Uh, Hillary's uh, Clinton's wife there, buddy. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Who's next over there? That's Patrick. Patrick Carter. And I'm not sure that blonde. Yep. Okay. Yeah. 
have no idea who those people in the foreground are. My van. No. Uh, Zach. Yep. Right there. Zach, left. With eyes closed, squatting. Oh. That's Jamie behind him and Scott Paul. Uh, Cindy Dale. <laughs> Little Cindy. Yep. David Miller. David Miller. Me. Jeremy Combs. Vicky Sanchez and Ivy Woodard. I have no recollection of this picture. I don't either. That must be uh, Jeremy's band or David's band. That's David's band. Yep. David uh, Miller. Miller. Yep. We need to get with him. He He's out in Colorado, I believe. See if he's got a gig we can get on the way back from our California trip. Mm-hmm. He works on uh, wind turbines. Yeah, I don't know what this is. That's double exposure. Double exposure. But that's looks <coughs> like both pictures. One was, one was taken downstairs in the cafe, and one was taken upstairs in the dance floor. Yep. So and uh, that would have been you and Jamie in, in the cafe. It's hard to believe there was Jaguars football back then. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. It would have just, thought just that, been coming around. Thought that might have been a slush puppy. Yeah. Well, Sean, Sean looks else. like there might be some whiskey in that cup. It might be. He's tickled it. It might be some mushroom tea. You can't ever tell. That's right. What's your t shirt say? Sear something. I, oh, okay. And I drew that as Saturn. Mm -hmm. And all the letters were uh, sperm. <laughs> Was it really? Yeah. <laughs> no wonder y'all had that was pants a, hating us. <laughs> well, I think that was Jill Saracella's request. Like, they call the letters out of sperm. Okay. <laughs> no one will know. We'll tell them it's tadpole. Yeah, that is a cool picture, though, just because it's all screwed up. And you, to which you said, real sperm? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm running. I'm running a little low. I'm running, I'm running about a quart low. Oh, that was the last one. Well, that was a trip down memory lane, folks. Well, let's take a little pause and we'll come back and Jamie play some bass. I don't know about that. <laughs> we'll jam like the old days. See you in a minute. Something in my brain won't let me stray. Something in my veins gonna find its way Something in the water taught me how to pray When the cold black water finds its way into your veins You'll never be the same Hey, we back again yeah. With our guest, my son-in-law, Jamie Stewart. Your favorite son-in-law. My favorite son-in-law. My only son-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> I See, what it was was I had a daughter, and uh, she ended up growing up and getting married. <clears throat> Speaking of which, that was about 2006, and there they are. Re no, that's ain't a reenactment. This is <laughs> the day it, the day that it was. That's right. You remember the date? I do. 
<laughs> February, March. March. It was March, uh, March 18th. 18th, one week after her birthday. Yes. It's the day after St. Patrick's Day. <clears throat> her birthday. That year, she would have been 23. That's right. Yeah. And that was. And you were 48. Yeah. The Lovely Lane Chapel. <laughs> That's right. The Lovely Lane Chapel on Epworth by the, Epworth by the Sea. That's right. In St. Simons. Yep. <clears throat> My band played for y'all's wedding reception, Rhythm Oil. That's right. And uh, I think I actually sang a song at your wedding, too. You did. You wrote a, a, a specific song mm-hmm. for our wedding. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, you can take my daughter hunting, but you better have her home by dark. <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> kind of like I, that. I, I think we have framed, framed oh, the, the song framed. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I think I got somebody to calligraphy it or you something did. like yep. that. Yeah, yep, you did. And then uh, a reenactment so many years later with uh, The Kiss. <laughs> Look at there. Look at there. What? Yep, she looks about the same, and uh, I'm completely gray. And 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 y'all are a lot closer up. Is there a caption on that? Twenty twenty one. So that would have been fifteen years, right? No, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, sure yeah, I think we were. Yeah, we might have been over there for anniversary or something. Yep. While we did that, fifteen year anniversary kiss. <clears throat> and uh, they, how'd you feel about all that? They've they're they are the parents, and I'm the grandparent of. Uh, uh, grandson and granddaughter Wyatt and Millie. Got a picture for that? Mm-hmm. No, <clears throat> but uh, they're definitely. Uh, you can see, you can see Megan in Wyatt and Millie, but I can yeah. see definitely in, Wyatt in, in Millie. I can see your mama, mm-hmm. yeah, in Millie. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yep. Yeah, no, why? Why? Uh, I mean, he looks. Other than his hair color, he looks just like his mama. Facial expressions and everything. Mm-hmm. I think he acts a little bit like her too. <laughs> but Megan, she's she's a wonderful person. She's a uh, um very successful. A businesswoman without having had any uh, college education. She's smart, just smart. She is uh, very smart when it comes to uh, marketing mm-hmm. and fashion. I mean, she's a, she's a genius. Yeah. Really. I mean, she's very talented at that. And I mean, that's her whole, that's been her whole life, actually, from the yep. time she was two. Her mama would get her up on Saturday mornings and dress her and haul her with her to uh, garage sales. 
So that was the early, early, early impetus, I think. And by the time she was a junior or maybe even earlier than that, freshman, sophomore in high school, her <clears throat> granddaddy on her mama's side was an accountant and he had a business right downtown and there was a little tiny storage closet down the hallway in in his business that he turned it over to her. It wasn't no bigger than it was smaller than this room we're in. Yeah. And uh she made a uh consignment store out of it with her clothes, which she always she just had a fashion sense, you know. Yep. And it was her clothes and her friends' clothes. They would just throw them in there when they got tired of wearing them. And all the other girls in school would go, oh, jump on them, you know. And uh, she, that was her first business. And it was a successful business in itself. And then her and her mom opened up a kind of like boutique. A boutique kind of consignment. And uh, at some point, they started buying uh, lines of clothes and making it a full-scale retail kind of brand-new clothes lines. And uh, then she jumped off on her own and got the place in Flanders Shopping Center, uh, um, Repeat Boutique. Yes. Which was a good name for a consignment store, you know. And uh, that was my idea, by the way. Oh, it really was. Hey, how about that? <laughs> he's like the he's like the best clerk of. She, he's he's giving, she's giving Sean all these ideas, and you're doing the same to Megan. <clears throat> and then uh, she uh, expanded that one to another store and called that one for babies, baby clothes. It was a. Uh, uh yeah yeah she uh, for a short time uh yeah after she got pregnant with Wyatt yeah. um sweet repeats sweet repeats and then uh Jody Paris ex wife actually took that over from her right right uh, she did I, she was just too much for her. yeah um and then at some point Megan decided to go the retail route instead of consignments yeah it just kind of <laughs> organically started moving in that direction. Mm-hmm. And she goes up to Atlanta once or twice a year or somewhere uh, to a buyer's shows and uh, uh, brings back these great clothes. And like I say, she's always had an eye for it and uh, very detailed in uh, <clears throat> the ma- uh, the marketing part of it, which is uh, merchandising in your store. If, if you've got something that, looks good to the eye when you walk in a store instead of like a dollar general where mm-hmm. everything's in the aisles, <laughs> unopened boxes of freight on dollies and stuff like that. Megan's got it down to a no, T. She, she knows how to She's, set it up she, in a way that, that is pleasing <clears throat> to the eye. These women love it. Mm-hmm. And she's, yep. she got it. she's built her up a clientele that is loyal. Well, she, she's, and she's got a, a, you know, her artistic abilities, honestly. And that's an, an artistic outlet for her mm-hmm. too. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, uh, being able to do, do all that and design and, and everything. That's it. So, 
that helps too. Mm-hmm. Well, that kind of leads right into this, but uh, I got a tale of the week here for you, folks, as normal. And uh, <clears throat> speaking of her artistic abilities, go, go like this. My fascination with art began at an early age when I would sit on my daddy's lap in Tripoli, Libya, as he sketched the face of a cowboy. I was fascinated with them, too, underneath a wide-brimmed hat. Mama was talented as well, with the ability to draw and create beautiful objects of art. At about eight years, I unleashed my first original, Dog with Wristwatch. (laughs) (laughs) A simple line drawing with big geometric shapes. (laughs) As a matter of fact, that is not the original. I reconstructed it because I remembered it from all those years ago. Upon high school graduation, I was struggling to decide what I wanted to do in life. My three top choices were either journalism, music, or art. I entered Georgia Southern College in Statesboro, Georgia, where one of my fall quarter courses was Art and Life, which I promptly slept through most days. My grades reflected my lack of initiative, (laughs) and I was bounced back home after one quarter. You see, Art and Life, F. P-E, what did I say? P. P stands for, uh, uh, Satisfactory. I I slept every morning in my dorm. I quit going to PE after the first week, (laughs) but I got a quarter hour. Biology, F, which was a great subject for me in high school. And algebra was my last course of the day. It was about 2 o'clock, and I made it, and I loved algebra. So there you go. (laughs) Dang. Daddy says (laughs) I'm already on academic probation after one quarter. <laughs> Daddy says, you ain't going back. <clears throat> Had about a damn enough of it. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about stage for our blues. <laughs> In early 1972, with no job prospects, I would ride to Memorial Drive Elementary School in Waycross, Georgia, where Mama taught kindergarten. I would plop down in the library with a sketch pad and draw pictures for the students as they came and went. Later that year, I enrolled in a local art class, learning the dynamics of shade, shape, and colors using pastel chalk as our medium. We did a still life of a bowl of fruit, my end result having about as much life as a bowl of oatmeal. So I went home and gathered some still life objects around the house that meant something to me and placed them on top of a a green cloth on mama's ironing board. There was granddaddy Carter's old double barrel shotgun, a vintage brass oil lamp, an antique black flat iron, our aged Griffin family Bible and a planter that looked like a spinning wheel. Gathering up my chalks and sketch pad, then summoning the spirits of creativity, I did my best to do my best. Mama loved it, like only a mama could. So I had it matted and framed and gave it to her for Christmas. By then, music was becoming a big part of my life as I learned to play the acoustic guitar. But art still held a fascination with me. I bought a big coffee table-sized book 
the best of Norman Rockwell, about the famous illustrator whose lifelike works adorned the covers of Saturday Evening Post for nearly five decades. For a while there, I trusted my own Rockwellian desires and considered applying for admission to the art program at Belmont College in Nashville. I got pretty good at drawing or copying other objects, like comic book characters, magazine ads, album covers, and music celebrities. But to create art using my own imagination was usually a futile attempt. That's, uh, <clears throat> that's the cover of a uh, Firefall album. Still, art provided me with another creative outlet besides my guitar, and I enjoyed it. Music eventually won out over all my artistic dabbling. Music eventually won out over all, and my artistic dabbling became just that, dabbling. I suppose the love and fascination I held for art was at least environmentally passed down, as my daughter Megan is quite handy with pen and paper. <laughs> She freestyled a quick sketch that I used on the front of my Uncle Dave T-shirt, shown right here. <laughs> <laughs> With the signature Uncle Dave tattooed. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I quickly sold out of them T-shirts. <clears throat> my wife, Lynn, is a very gifted artist. Using markers, pens, pencils, and brushes, she has rekindled her passion for illustrative art over the past five years, creating folksy paintings on canvas, paper, rocks, and boards, which she has no problem scavenging out of the depths of dumpsters <laughs> and off the soft shoulders of any highway we're traveling on. That's supposedly me and her. <laughs> <clears throat> she calls her artistic creations Cosmic Rose Designs, and she sold quite a few. One of her designs, the Dog Hill Gang, was inspired after hearing tales about the escapades of me and my childhood neighbors growing up on Mount Pleasant Road, which we called Dog Hill. In her painting, <clears throat> I guess this is left to right, she depicts me, Brother Gary. No, 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 this ain't left to right. This is... Uh, anyhow, me, my brother Gary, James Cock, Greg Griffin, and Billy Ray Heron as the animals we truly are, yet with a very colorful cinematic flair. There they are. We've been blessed with grandchildren who are leaning into grandma's or nana's art with passion and talent. Hannah, who's lived half of her life in our house, presented us with two beautiful renderings for Christmas. My gift was her take on Lynn's Dog Hill Gang. <laughs> and this was probably about five years ago. This date up top, what does that say? 2018? Yeah, about five years ago. And Lynn's present was a colorful and imaginative piece called <laughs> Mice Eater Restaurant, um, featuring Sir Al in a top hat. And he's thinking, Sir Al is my name. 
excuse me. And he's got, <clears throat> there's some mice in the bottom corner down there. And uh, he's got one of them in his mouth with the tail hanging out of his beak. To open all owl hours. <clears throat> Megan and Jamie's children, White and Millie, share their grandmothers and mothers' artistic tendencies as well. That's uh, uh, Wyatt's piece, uh, The Boat. He was always uh, attracted to ships. Still is. Still is. And, uh, I mean, I can't tell you how many times he and I watched uh, Titanic <laughs> when we were babysitting him. And uh, one episode he asked me when he was pretty young, he said, Gee, why has he got his shirt off when him, uh, Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio and, and Rose was doing the, the, doing in the that, art drawing in that 1910 <laughs> Model T? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I said, Oh, he's just having fun. And my <laughs> wife got on to me. Don't tell that child he's just having fun. He's going to be thinking, <laughs> Scarting for life. Okay. <laughs> And this next one is an early, early creation by Millie. Now, Millie went, uh, she uh, she got a little deeper into the art. And she'd recently, she's won awards in school. Uh, this one was her pink sheep. <laughs> Look at that little, looks, yeah. He's, that's awesome. And uh, she also won uh, in a local competition out at, the Heritage Center, this one right here, got a red ribbon for her ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> Just before Mama passed away in 1994, way too soon, she attended a local weekly painting class. So many beautiful framed pieces of Mama's art hung proudly on the walls of my childhood home. When one of the pastors who was to present her eulogy came by the house. He asked me, my brother and sister, what mama's legacy meant to us. What had she given us that we would forever remember her by? Besides her love, her warmth, and her encouragement in anything we ever did, besides the sweetness and kindness she showed to anyone she ever met, besides the heart she held us in and the home she raised us in, I told him she taught me the love of art. February 18th would have marked her 95th birthday, and I'm positive she's celebrating with a brush of silver, a canvas of gold, and more love than heaven can hold. Right. She was a sweet woman. <clears throat> she knew Megan. Oh, Megan talks about her constantly, mm -hmm. constantly. I mean, she's... Well, she oh, was very kinda, highly of her. Yeah, she was kind of like, uh, uh, like we are to to Justin's daughter Hannah. You know, we she'd come to our house after school and and right. spend the night. Well, when Justin lived there, she'd spend the night just to get up, go to work. Me or Lynn would drop her off at school and pick her up from school in the afternoon. And same way with Mama and and Daddy when them. Megan and Laura and Aaron, all three cousins, 
would pract- had practically spent their childhood and summers there at their house. So mama had a big impact on them. Without a doubt. Mm-hmm. What do y'all, what do you got, Lauren? Mm. <laughs> y'all want to say goodnight? Unless you got a topic you want to, uh, uh, smash pumpkins, smash, smash the pumpkins, smash the pumpkins. What about y'all's concerts? Did y'all? I attended many in Jacksonville when I was that indelible age of I seventeen, would, eighteen. Music was paramount. I see. We saw uh, Jesus Lizard and Helmet. Yeah. <laughs> I saw Jesus Christ Superstar. Okay. <laughs> we just got to see Helmet again. That's right. Uh, yep. Last year. But, uh, last September, yeah. We saw Nirvana. We saw one, tool. Of the, one of the biggest first concerts. Well, I mean, besides those early 80s ones we went to was uh, Lollapalooza Orlando. Lollapalooza 93. Mm. And, uh, I mean, that was the first festival we went to. Yeah. Yeah, that was a big Kids deal. Kids with no cell phones and uh, paper maps. Yep. Driving out there in the world. Stoned. These kid, yeah, these kids, are, these kids are too scary for all that. <laughs> but uh, we were, we no were there. We were there early. We got in early, and they had these little side stages. Well, a band had started up on the side stage, but, I mean, it's still, it's still filling up. Like it, they hadn't started any main acts yet or anything. We're sitting there watching, uh, I think it was this band called Cell. I, I could not remember yeah. the name of the band C-E-L-L. to save my life. That's who we were watching. Okay. And uh, there was probably 30 people standing there because everybody's still coming in the gate. Yeah. And uh, a group of friends, you could tell they all knew each other, were throwing one of them around, but there's not a crowd yet. They're quote-unquote crowd surfing yeah they're trying to crowd surf with just them (laughs) just like five guys yeah and they're throwing their buddy up and uh they launched him just and then he's coming down on his own two feet where nobody's catching him or anything and his shin just breaks and uh it's now he's got another kneecap between his kneecap and his ankle and it's just flipping and a flopping, and he's screaming and hollering, and, <laughs> and we're like, "Oh God!" We were already nervous about there being uh, mosh pits and uh, stuff like that that we'd never been a part yeah. of. But we're like little skinny, sixteen <laughs> years old, sixteen, seventeen. Y'all said, "Don't nobody help him." <laughs> well, they came and like toted him off, and we were like, "Man, they hadn't even got this thing hadn't even got started yet. We're going to die. <laughs> we're going to die." Like that guy just got demolished, and there ain't even nobody here yet. Well, I mean, that's that's not that far from the truth because Sean almost did die, I think. Yeah, I got uh, squa- almost squashed, squished to yeah, death. Yeah. Blacked out. They had to pull me over the railing. Dang. Yeah, so me, me and Sean, we fought our way to the uh, the front of the stage for mm-hmm. Alice in Chains. Yeah. And, I mean, we were at the front. And I think we managed to... to Enjoy about three songs before yeah. things really got wild. Everything like, got everybody got crushed, pushed forward. Yeah. Lane I, Staley, the singer of Alice in Chains, he he like he jumped actually on jumped on top of us. Like he jumped out into the audience and while he was singing, that yeah, was really cool. That was 
really, very cool. <clears throat> but at some point, I I remember some guy beside me going, "Get this kid out of here!" Yeah, and they pulled me over, and I think it was between me and the railing was just some smaller girl. Oh, I was a small girl enough, but you know. Anyway, yeah, and they're pulling me with both arms as I'm like kind of coming to. What about? And I'm girl? just like smearing her against the bar as they pull oh. me over. Oh. And uh, I remember I stood up, which I'm a little. I'm on the where, where the security is. They're like a foot taller, pulling people over the rail because they're on like a little platform. Yeah. And there's the stage behind them. So now I'm on this platform with the security guys. <clears throat> I stand up and like guitar player Jerry Cantrell's like right there. Like I could punch him in the crotch. <laughs> and he's looking at me like kid you know and uh then they're like start pushing me go 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 and as you get to the end of where the stage ends you can there's scaffolding you can go behind the stage or you can go back into the crowd and there's a guy there at that scaffolding are you hurt and i'm like watching all this go down like yeah. anybody that said they're hurt which are all girls they went backstage and I was like, and, I'm hurt. And they're like, No, you're not, kid. And they pushed me back out in the crowd. <laughs> Forget about it. Uh, they probably could couldn't tell whether you was a girl or a guy yet until you said, yeah. I'm hurt. I'm hurt. <laughs> you almost got a kid till you started talking. Uh, well, got long blonde hair and kind of cute. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I never had any experiences like that at my concerts 20 years earlier. Oh, you, you never been in a mosh pit, huh? No, no, never did get in the mosh pit. Fishbone. Fishbone <clears throat> fish came out. Like before, it was started out Rage Against Machine and Tool and I think Dinosaur Jr. But uh, there was like little mosh pits, of circles, like. You don't want to get hurt. This, this, you don't is, a go fair, in there. this is fairgrounds. I mean, it's huge. It's like, yes. okay, one's starting up over here. I'm going to move over here. Fishbone comes on, and they're like jazz punk fusion. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, screw all these little pits. Let's make one big pit. And they had, like, they had yeah. a song called Swim. Yeah. I guess that was the name of the song. And they were like, swim. swim, swim. Yeah. <laughs> Did y'all get trapped? Dude, there was nowhere to oh, go. God, it, it was, was it was chaos. Like every everybody that you thought you were with was lost. Everything everybody was just you were thirty feet this way, thirty feet that way. It was like a mixing. Like you, you ever seen like soup. a like a movie with like a, a battle with a like a Romans and swords yeah. and stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's what it was like. Yeah, it was like it was just 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 what? like mass. dust. Yeah, you know, I mean, dust cloud over and hundred degrees running weather. over each yeah. other and bumping into you intentionally. Yeah, it's like yeah. A, it's like somebody yelled fire and everybody's scattering. Only they couldn't get out. Yeah. We just got to keep running in a circle. Sorry, I don't see the fun in that. <laughs> oh, well, you we know, when you're it 17, out. it is. Y'all ever mosh? Well, oh, we, yeah. Then. I mean. We, we got forced. <laughs> intention. <laughs> Well, you know, uh, yeah. we would uh, we would just get behind Gus, like just get behind Gus, and he's yeah. he'll just he'll just clear <laughs> yes. everybody out. I just, that was like my life motto: was just get behind Gus. Gus will be okay. The, like, like in, in life, just let, Viking, let Gus go in first. Nobody will mess yeah. with us. The Viking leader. Yeah. That's right. I mean, helmet. I mean, helmet was. I mean, that was. That was a killer mosh pit, and that's the, how you survive when you're a skinny white kid. You get behind Gus. <laughs> Zach Carwell jumped off the that's right. speaker or something. Like a big, 
Yeah, he, he speakers. Yeah, he jumped over the railing and climbed up the speakers and like and like dove off, dove seemed, off into the crowd. So uh, quiet. <laughs> and well, he was quiet then, but he would do <clears> stuff would do, like he some would do superhero stuff, superhero sometimes. stuff yeah. that uh, uh, you wouldn't see coming. You wouldn't see coming. What about that other picture? I forgot one more picture up there, early up there with the. Uh, Afghan wigs. Oh yeah, top row there. This is kind of this was one of y'all's go-to groups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Back so, in the day, I suppose. Yeah. Right? So uh, probably after me and Sean moved on from the hair metal and actually started listening to good music. <laughs> I guess we were listening 120 minutes or something, and the video for Gentlemen came on or Debonair, one of those. Yep. And we're like, who are these guys? Yeah, I like this new flavor. And uh, uh, is that uh, Greg? Greg Dooley. Dooley. And the now did one of them pass away recently? No, uh, he's not in that that uh, picture. Oh, okay, but it was um, a member of that. There's only two original members here. Group. Yeah, uh, the, Greg and the, the white haired. John Curley. Yep. Okay. Guy third from the right is uh, Justin Mercer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, the, the the guy standing next to me, that's uh, Rick Nelson. He's kind of like the multi-instrumentalist. He plays violin and piano mm-hmm. and guitar and all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then John Skibbick is the drummer for um, the Carcana Tours as well. Yep. With Jack White. Yep. And then I forgot the guitar player's name. Where was this at? This was at, uh, I believe this one was at um, Friday Playhouse in Atlanta. So we've, uh, I think we've met Greg five times now. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the last time we met him uh, in Orlando was probably the the longest conversation and longest, I mean, we had a, uh, quite a long conversation with him at, that night. And you also had an incident. Yeah, we had an incident. Huh? Greg, if he don't see some something going down in the crowd that he don't agree with, then he'll call it out. We call so Jamie out. He called me out. <laughs> what? <laughs> so I don't normally uh, stand at the front of the stage with Megan when we go to shows uh-huh. because of my back pain. And but I I did it this I did it this one because it was a very really small venue and I knew it would be easier to go to the back and I wouldn't have to fight through a big crowd so I I was up there with Megan for probably the first three or four songs and my back started hurting so sometimes when my back hurts from standing too long I'll cross my arms like this real tight yeah uh, that kind of gives me some support and he was playing a new song I'd never heard before so I'm like I'm listening intently. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting into the music because it's a new song. I'm I'm listening, <laughs> and he's like, it bugged him. Like like, guys with his arms crossed. With his arms crossed. This guy's pissed you, off. He man. thought you was criticizing him. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, dude, you gotta get out of here with that. You know, that scowl. Yeah. antagonist. Yeah. <laughs> so put, you know, put what? your arm in there. And I was like, oh yeah. You know, I started acting like I was getting into it or whatever. I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't like a, a total dick about it or yeah. anything. And the funny thing is, is after a couple more songs, I did go back to get another drink. 
And uh, he's like, what What happened to the guy right here? What, where'd he go? He's still, I didn't piss him off, did I? He was worried about me. Uh, so I was like, oh, cool. I'm right here. And then when you saw him backstage. Yeah, so backstage like, we took a picture. You're the guy. <laughs> there, there's a picture of both of us, like, doing this that <laughs> Megan took, you know. That's cool. And, uh, yeah, no, he's a he's a pretty cool guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, That's him on the far left. Mm-hmm. His arm around your daughter. Oh, yeah. that, that's him with the second from the left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought she said Greg Dooley was in the checking. Shirt. I think he's got the uh, the picture that Brandon Jones did um, of uh, of the guitar player that passed away. Uh, what's his name, Sean? Uh, <sighs> Matt Max. No, uh, I forgot his name. Yeah. Anyway, he's not the original guitar player for the Wigs. The original guitar player had some substance abuse issues. What would their music uh, be considered? Uh, Golly. I think they're, if you look it up, they're like alternative rock, but they, they didn't really know where to stick them. They were uh, kind of. Yeah. Uh, Who do they sound like to y'all? Another. They sound like Afghan Wigs. They sound like Afghan Wigs. So but they have, they, they kind of like. Original. If you took a 90s band and threw in. The Motown element. Wow. Then yeah. you get the Afghan wigs. He's he's got <clears throat> yeah, Can you definitely. find some on there real quick, Justin, as we're talking? Just pick a song for or uh, y'all give him a song to pick and we'll go out with some Afghan wigs. Some uh well, is it wigs or some wigs? Off gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's some well, I'm trying to think from. of one that would sound like what I just described. Um, and where, where, where does the name um, like that? Debonair. I mean, you know, Afghan. their their early stuff is very rock, very punk. Mm-hmm. Um, but Garage. They, sound their, their three albums, uh, Gentleman, uh, 1965, and Black Love are. Well, uh, I know what would, uh, something off Black Love. Gentleman, Black 1965, Love. is that where you got your. Yeah. From Gentleman in 1965 as a lyric I had, but but I was talking I about oh, okay. this relationship that lasted yeah. that long. That lasts as long as these two albums. Yeah, from from this album. To that from album. Gentleman to 1965. 1965. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, play one of them songs. If Pull up uh, the album Black Love and uh, go to town. Go on oh, to town. yeah. That's a good choice. And, and this is a concept album. This this album is a uh, like the Newfanglers days. <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, Crime scene part one. Yeah, like a, it's, it's a, a girl double day. A girl cheats on her man with this this other guy. Blame it, cetera. And uh, they the kill the t- they kill her boyfriend. Honky's ladder. Yeah. And uh, be
Good to hear y'all's stories from the past. It gives me a rejuvenated interest in, you know, vitality of life and uh, drugs and uh, <laughs> <laughs> concerts. <laughs> but no, we're just all kidding aside. We thank y'all for watching and uh, we encourage you to uh, go on over there to patreon.com and subscribe to our monthly deep end podcast and buy a t-shirt off of our website something in the water podcast.com and we'll see you next time Hey. Okay.